Welcome to Unstuck AF, a podcast here to help you do you better. There's a path that starts where you are, passes through who you are, and leads where you want to go. We're here to hear from people who've walked that path or who are walking it right now. This is Orlando Bishop, Coach Orlando, and I thank you for listening as we learn how to get unstuck, how to be unstuck, how to live unstuck. Unstuck as Family, what is good? It's Coach Orlando, and our guest today is Coach Orlando. Let me explain. So this season, we're going to talk about grief. Uh, Any of you who caught episode one of the season with Seth Golden, great episode. So thankful to him for being here. We talked a bit about losses, managing losses, business losses, ways to look at different types of losses, whether we were talking about existential ones or ones that we're telling ourselves a story about. So we were going to be talking about grief all season. That might be the loss of a loved one, but it also could be a business that fails. It also might be a relationship that doesn't go a certain way. It could just be an idea we have that just doesn't go through. How do we manage together the losses, right? How do we support each other? How do we work through it? How do we individually, right, on our own? How do we carry these things on with us, build from them and go forward? Well. Coach Orlando has had a situation in his own life that's had him taking a look at grief and how he handles it. And I've decided that I'd like to share a storytelling piece I did in a show called Rant and Rave here in Los Angeles, Rogue Machine Theater. If you're not familiar with them, check out the YouTube channel. It's an unbelievable show. Uh, And uh, I thank them for having me. I thank them for getting me this video and allowing me to have this video. And I would love to share it with all of you. So I guess my question to me could be how and or when did you know that dogs were going to play a big role in your life? Whether speaking to a rapt audience of high school students or engaging a conference room full of New York City officials, Orlando challenges his audience to answer tough questions for themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, Orlando Bishop! Anybody who knew me knew I hate dogs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Mommy! I'm eight, and me and my friends descend on my mother as she steps out of the car in her nurse's uniform. And we also tell the same people what happened at the same time, and stop! <laughs> Every beaded cornrow and scuffed pair of kids freezes. <laughs> Orlando, what happened? Daddy, I've been right now! Mommy took off running. We took off running after. Now you gotta understand, we are running at our Brooklyn summer race you to the pole and back 15 times a day fastest. <laughs> and mommy dusted us. <laughs> Big ass white nurse's shoes and all. <laughs> dusted. It's amazing what we're capable of when we love deeply enough. Some woman had come out of the building with a big, mean-looking German shepherd. All the kids ran, but not Thalia. Thalia stood still, like she was told. <laughs> and, <laughs> and stories like that are why anybody who knew me knew I hate them. <laughs> By which I meant I had a dog phobia. But seeing as how phobia means not just afraid, but scared shitless, <laughs> the male ego being what it is, I just went with, I hate dogs! <laughs> but then my wife Daphne and I decided to have a kid. Do you know what happens when a couple type A overachievers decide to have a kid? Twins. <laughs> I'm looking down at Maya and Alex and the one thing I know I will do anything for them and I knew that if they saw their father cower at the sight of dogs they'd probably be scared to death of dogs themselves and I don't want my trauma to be their trauma mm. It's a new day. One problem, though. I hate dogs. <laughs> My friends helped. They'd bring their dogs into the room where I was on leash, and I would stand there, heart racing. But this is for the kids. <laughs> and I would just keep thinking my mantra. I am the dog. Dog is me. <laughs> I'll always remember the first time I fed my friend's dog Zuka a treat. I mean, I'm reaching my hand toward the mouth of a German shepherd. All I can think is, you are gonna draw back a nub, and you deserve to draw back a nub. <laughs> but I would die for my Alex and Maya. So I'm definitely good with drawing back a note. <laughs> I am the dog, and the dog is me. And just then, Zuka took the snack and ate it. <laughs> That's it, he just ate it. <laughs> Anticlimactic for you. It was mind blowing for me. <laughs> 
but not nearly as mind blowing as me living with a dog. <laughs> Little guy, about 16 pounds, originally from the Bronx. <laughs> but Brooklyn was pitched as his name in a totally cynical attempt to sway my vote. <laughs> That 100% worked. <laughs> if you think I was going to pass up an excuse to walk through my house yelling, Where Brooklyn at? <laughs> you never, never, never know me. <laughs> Where Brooklyn at? <laughs> Brooklyn lived as a bishop for nine years. And over that time, I developed a little nickname for him. Stupid. <laughs> Come on, stupid. Let's go for a walk, stupid. Get out that tall grass, stupid. And he looked up at me like, you keep calling me stupid. But one of us is holding a bag of the other one's shit. <laughs> The five of us were together for nine years. And he never stopped that borderline psychotic bark when we got home. <laughs> he watched Maya from missing teeth to driving to and from school. <laughs> Anxious Papa did appreciate Brooklyn announcing, Maya's home! <laughs> that we were all home safe and sound. Nine years. Alex went from a little man of few words and few hugs to a man of fewer words and fewer hugs. <laughs> but when we'd all be together in the family room, I always got a kick out of him on the floor, half grappling with Brooklyn, half cuddling. A boy and his dog. But as much as Brooklyn was a bishop, he was really Daphne's dog. When she was enduring chemo, her puppy love was right there. He saw things, even I did. Nine years, and they were always together. She'd wake in the morning, and there he'd be at her bedside, time to walk! <laughs> as she worked, he'd settle at her feet, and when she needed a break, her puppy love took her to the park so she could relax. He even let her put bow ties on him, which I feel was true sacrifice. Because as I have told her, him, and now I'm telling y'all, dogs ain't supposed to wear clothes! <laughs> Sometimes Brooklyn would get all riled up and run a circle, run a circle, run a circle, run a circle, and just stop right in front of me. And I would hit him with that DMX. This is for my dogs. This is for my dogs. And then he'd get really hyped. Run a circle, run a circle, run a circle. I am the dog, and the dog is me. On the evening of August 9th, Daphne wrapped up her work day as she often did by putting Brooklyn's leash on and taking him for a walk. 
Bang, bang, bang! Papa! I swing open my office door and snatch words from Maya's frantic screaming. Mommy, Brooklyn, attacked! She's a blur back into the house and I bound up the stairs right behind her. What happened? Alex looks me in the eye. A dog attacked Brooklyn. He's bleeding a lot. I turn and look at him. Limp. Bleeding from his gashed throat. As Daphne cradles him, she screams hysterically. Daphne doesn't scream hysterically. Outside quickly, carefully, I help Daphne and Brooklyn into the passenger seat. Brooklyn, stay with me, buddy. We're going to get you help. I turn to Alex. You get their names, numbers, address. You get all the information. He nods, he goes, and I jump into the driver's seat. We called ahead! Daphne speed walks at the first person in scrubs and hands her puppy love over. Another person in scrubs talks to me. She's telling me what things cost. Like that fucking matters. You do whatever you have to do to save that dog. I don't care what it costs. She rushes through the double doors back to Brooklyn. Daphne sits forward, rocking vacantly, her tear-streaked face furrowed in ways I've never seen in 29 years. You do whatever you have to do to save that dog. I don't care what it costs, and I meant it. They do it for the dough, me, I do it for the love. You my nigga to the death, so I treat you like my blood. If push comes to serve and they try to send you back to the street, I'll give my last to put you back on your feet. Feel me? This is for my dog. This is for my dog. Maya drove Alex over to the hospital and the four of us were led to a room where a veterinarian explained that when that 90-pound Rottweiler mauled our 16-pound buddy, his clenched jaw crushed Brooklyn's airway and or food tube that we could hear from specialists if surgery was even possible. But that if Brooklyn were her dog, she would do the humane thing. We're led back to Brooklyn. He's on a table now. The vet beside him with the vibes. I'll see you later, stupid. Don't think I'm gonna stop calling you stupid just cause you died. <laughs> Daphne kisses her puppy love on the head. She laughs, having gotten away with it. He never lets me do that. Maya chuckles along as she pets Brooklyn and Alex repeats three words. I love you. I'm gonna miss you, Brooklyn. I stared into his eyes as the light in them faded. The doctor said what we all knew and none of us wanted to hear. He's gone. Together, the four of us step out into the darkness, into the night. I send a text. Our dog is dead. Our dog is dead because your family let a Rottweiler run free. Unbelievable.
Response, I'm sorry for your loss. This Carla. Brooklyn wasn't lost. Brooklyn was killed. In the week since Carla et al. let their dog loose to rip a hole in Brooklyn's throat and through our family, I've learned that nationwide, statewide, countywide, irresponsible dog owners are terrorizing the rest of us with dogs they can't control or can't be bothered to control. This ain't even the first time this family has recklessly let their dogs attack. Their last victim was luckier than Brooklyn. I wonder if their next victim, some other family's pet or child, will be. I am raising my voice to say it's time for irresponsible dog owners to face accountability and repercussions for the vicious dogs and violent Death they unleash. I am the dog, and the dog is me. But here's the thing. Watch this. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Now we're all gonna do it together. <laughs> Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn. Many voices will always be louder than one. This is for my sister Dahlia, who did what she was told. This is for mommy, who showed me that when you love deep, you'll be amazed at what you can do. This is for Maya and Alex, who will always know that their papa loved them so he looked a phobia in the eyes and said, bring it the fuck on. This is for death. And every broken hearted person who pays the price for an irresponsible dog owner while they pay none. This is for my dog. It is. This is for my dog. And that leads me right to this walk the line. Raise your voice. See, I'm raising my voice. And I'm gonna raise my voice not only to make sure that the dog that killed Brooklyn is removed from this community before it does any further damage, before it causes any further pain, before it causes any other family to shed as many tears as we have. I'm on that. And I'm gonna raise my voice to make sure that rules and laws in, are enforced and make sure that irresponsible dog owners don't get away with terrorizing the rest of us with impunity. And if you wanna join in on that, you wanna raise your voice with me, reach out to a brother and let me know because we are gonna make it happen. But beyond that, whatever it may be in your life, in your situation, Raise your voice. It might be some grand social issue. It might be saying, hey, y'all, I think we should get back to having family dinner sometime. 
but there's a way you see that the world could be a better place. And I'm asking you to raise your voice. Until next time, you know that you can always catch the video version of Unstuck AF at WeAlign. That's wealign.alignp.com. And you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. That's Apple, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Wherever you get your podcasts, I mean, wherever you get your podcasts. And you know what is coming now. We gonna get unstuck. We gonna be unstuck. We gonna raise our voices and live unstuck. Unstuck as fuck. Now, let's walk the line.